but just really listen to your body. And if your body says no, then it's a no. This one's radio episode 914 starts in three, two, Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. Hey guys, uh, if you need a good cup of coffee, and let's not kid ourselves, who doesn't need a good cup of coffee more often than not? Uh, there's there's no shortage of solutions out there, but one option that I think is a good one is my coffee. Um, I mean, not necessarily my coffee, but it's got it's got my name on it, so I guess I guess maybe that makes it my coffee. I don't know. You be the judge, but Dizrun's coffee is a thing, and it's a good thing. I believe uh, it's a good cup of coffee. It's a good cup of coffee. So if you haven't tried it yet, the process is real simple. Just point your browser over to disruns.com slash coffee. That will redirect you over to uh, a special page on the Siskin Roasters website where they uh, they, they have a Disruns line of coffee. You can order yourself a bag, two bags, five bags, all the bags. I, you know, However much good coffee you want, you can get it there. Um, and in so doing, not only do you support your coffee habit, which is a habit that I fully support. Uh, I, I fully support my coffee habit, and I support your coffee habit as well. But you can support your coffee habit while also supporting the show. We get a little kickback for every bag sold. Uh, so, you know, if you haven't done so already and you uh, enjoy a good cup of coffee, you know, don't be afraid to check it out. So, uh, disruns.com slash coffee is the link. All the information is right there. Should be easy peasy, but if you have any troubles, let me know, and I'll get in touch with my with my peeps over at uh, the Siskin Coffee or Siskin Roasters uh, company as well, and we'll get it all squared away. But I think it's been been pretty smooth sailing for the folks that have tried it in the past. So check it out, disruns.com slash coffee. And now, without any further ado, let's go ahead and uh, dive in to today's episode of the show. Hey, guys. Uh, today's guest is a, a lady that enjoys going for a run almost as much for the sake of running as anything else, but it also serves as an excuse to get out of the house once in a while, which is something I think we can we can all kind of relate to uh, needing, you know, whether it's a, a pandemic time or not. Uh, but she's also a, a full-time mom of five kids, uh, the oldest of which is eight. So you can kind of do the math on on how the rest of the, those dominoes fall, uh, which may also explain a little bit why getting out of the house once in a while uh, to go for the run is uh, a pretty important thing in her life. Uh, clearly, she's a, a busy lady. Uh, I can't imagine. I mean, I was a stay-at-home dad for of, of one teaching kindergarten half day during the pandemic, and that was that was enough for me. Uh, but all that to say, she's uh, obviously pretty busy, and I'm grateful, grateful that she's uh, found a little bit of uh, time today uh, to come and chat with us. So without any further ado, it's a pleasure to welcome Ms. Danielle Barker to the show. Uh, thanks for joining us today, Danielle. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Denny. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, definitely definitely looking forward to it. And uh, guys, if you want to connect with Danielle, find out a little bit more about kind of what she's got going on in addition to, you know, five kids, which it means she's got a lot going on right there anyway. Uh, but but her website blog uh, address is momminwithendurance.com, and that's M-O-M-M-I-N, momminwithendurance.com. And on Instagram and TikTok, one of the few folks that have thrown a TikTok handle my way, which is cool. <laughs> I, I don't I don't really do the TikToks very much. Oh, I love it. Um, but for those of you that do, if you want to connect with it there or, or on Instagram, it's the same handle at both places. Similar to the website URL, but there's a couple of extra dots in there. So it's 
at Mammon with endurance with the dot in between. So at Mammon, M O M M I N, still uh, dot with dot endurance on both Instagram and TikTok. And as per usual, I have everything linked up in the show notes. She's also on Facebook. She's in the Facebook group. You can find her and connect with her there as well. Uh, but uh, we'll have everything linked up as per usual. Dizruns.com slash 914 is the link for today's episode. Dizruns.com slash 914. So, uh, Danielle, you've listened to an episode or two along the way, so you kind of know, know what's coming, or at least know where we're going to get started. And uh, from, from what you, you've mentioned to me at various points and in, in, in kind of the lead up to this, that racing isn't exactly something that you do a lot of, but I'm still going to ask it and, and, you know, we'll just kind of let, let the chips fall where they may. What is your favorite distance to race and why? Okay. My favorite distance to race would probably be the 10K just because um, 5K for me is fun, but it's not long enough. Mm. And... I'm not to half marathon where I'm racing yet. Um, I've done a couple of 10Ks. One, I was actually pregnant while I did it. Um, and that was probably my, well, it wasn't my favorite. It was my hardest. But um, it was still long enough where I said, okay, I've accomplished something, um, but wasn't completely dead for the rest of the day. Right. Yeah, I, I, I totally uh, can can agree with that. And, and uh, I feel like, I probably have said this just about every time that somebody mentions that the 10 K is their favorite distance to race, but, um, I really like the 10 K as well. And, and I don't feel like at least in my, my area, maybe other areas have more opportunities for 10 K. Like it's not a race that's super common down here real locally. Like there's five K's every which way to, to Sunday. Uh, you know, there's half marathons, not, not nearly like, not like there's a half marathon every weekend in town, but you know, you can find half marathons relatively drivable, uh, semi-regularly, but the 10 K it's like there's one or two a year that are relatively close and that's it. Yeah. Same, same for here. Um, there's one a couple of hours away that, uh, that I ran. It's actually a half marathon, mm. but you can break it up into two Have, people. Right. Okay. Um, and so I've run that one before with two people. Um, the one that I ran pregnant was a 5k and some people ran a 10k and so I ran the 10K as well. I hadn't trained in a while. I was super nauseous, really sick from being pregnant. But I was like, this is a pregnancy center run. I'm just going to go for it. Um, and I had a decent time, but not many, uh, not many people slow like me <laughs> ran. So I was one of the last people to finish. Um, if I had stopped at the 5k, um, I would have been like second or third in my class, mm, mm. but, uh, but I went ahead and did it and it was people at the end were like, come on, you can do it. You can do it. I'm like, I'm doing it. Like I'm just slow. <laughs> well, and that's, and that's, you know, as, as has been mentioned more than a few times, like pace is all relative and, and, you know, it's not, not for nothing, but like you know, you had, you had uh, cargo on board. Like you, you were, you were, exactly. you were carrying, carrying a, a soon to be uh live, you know, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. You're carrying a person, right? Like, like yes. uh, that, that, that makes it a little bit more, uh, I don't, I don't want to say it. I mean, it does make it more difficult and, and uh, oh, yes. just, just an extra, extra thing to navigate. And so, you know, whatever, like there's, there's being slow and then there's, Hey, I'm running when I'm pregnant and, and I'm just going to okay, run exactly. whatever race, whatever race. I mean, you should run whatever race anyway, anytime. Uh, but especially in that case, you know, you, you're just out there doing what, doing what you can do and, and no, uh, you know, time is, is irrelevant in that situation. Exactly. So, um, oh man, as per usual, a few things, I, we're, I got a couple of pins and, and things already. We'll get back to you, but first just kind of want to, want to hear, uh, how'd you get started in, in running Danielle? Is it something that's, that's long been a part of your life or, or something more, more recently, or, or how'd you get started in the sport? 
Um, yeah, I mean, I've always pretty much been an, a runner. I did um, a little track in high school. So, I mean, I've been running a long mm. time then. Um, in college, we did it for fun um, in between study breaks. And um, I did it, you know, all I've just done it. Yeah. Um, I've really started getting into it the past three or four years, though, after baby number, I don't know, four, <laughs> five, <laughs> whichever ones. And I, I thought, man, I'm, I'm going to train and I'm going to do a half marathon with mm-hmm. the last baby. And, uh, and I did it. And it's before that, it wasn't a, um, a habit. It wasn't something that I really relied on or, or I really prioritized. And now it, it is. I try to run five, six times a week um, and not really training for anything right now, but I'd like to get up to that half marathon point again. Well, and, and, you know, as, as I may have, have talked about more than, than once or twice at various points through emails and quick tips and, and, you know, here, there and everywhere, but like just being in that, that semi-regular routine goes a long way of building, you know, really building a good foundation upon which to build. And so, you know, whenever, whenever it's the right time to start then building up towards racing a half marathon, whether it's this year, next year, whatever, um, by, by just being in, in that routine now of running four or five, six times most weeks, um, you know, not, not that it's going to happen overnight that you'll be half marathon ready, but it, it, you don't have to, what happens too, too often to folks, um, or at least maybe, maybe to newer runners, but even sometimes to, to people that have been in it for a while is, you know, you kind of fall off a little bit, you get irregular with your training. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, I've got this race that comes up and I want to, mm-hmm. you know, want to be ready to run it. Um, and then you got to do all of that groundwork of, of getting back into the routine and working out the aches and pains and, and finding time in the schedule and things like that. Um, so, so yeah, so you're in a good place is, is the moral of, of what I'm saying to try to, you know, build up to that when, when the time is right. And obviously when it's, you know, when races are happening on a regular basis and things like that again yeah. as well. Well, good deal. Um, so, you know, you've been, been running, uh, like you said on pretty, pretty regularly, or at least it's, it's been a, a part of your life for, uh, for quite a while. Um, you know, obviously a big part of this, this, of your story, at least at this point in your life is, is kids and family yeah. and, and finding time for, for all of it. Um, but, but I'm curious, you know, just maybe starting, starting back, you know, when, when, uh, the, the first child was, was on the way, or at least was, was thought to be, you know, like getting ready to, to start the family. Um, did, did you, did you run through all of your, I guess maybe not just the first one, but did you run through all of your pregnancies or, or how did, you know, obviously every pregnancy is different. Every woman's different. Yeah. Um, but, but how did, how, you know, how did, how have you found running while pregnant? Obviously you ran at least one race, so at least one pregnancy, but, uh, kind of how is, how is running and, and pregnancy and, and having kids, uh, kind of how does all that puzzle fit together for you? Gotcha. Um, so yes, I have pretty much run through all of my pregnancies. Um, especially my first one, I, um, I ran up until two days before I delivered. Wow. Um, whenever I say run, jog walk, you know, I was moving, Moving, I was doing half a mile jog at a time. Um, but just really listen to your body. And if your body says no, then it's a no. And as painful as that is, you know, last, last year, whenever I was pregnant with my fifth, um, I had to stop at 30 weeks because I was just, um, my body said no. Mm -hmm. And, uh, 
So my first one I ran all up until delivery. Um, my second one, I actually was on bed rest. So I, I had to stop running around 24, 26 weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, number three and four were pretty similar. I mean, I ran up until 30, 35 weeks with those also. Um, the more kids you have, the earlier your Braxton Hicks start and, right. and all that. So I really watch myself at least past 30 weeks. Um, so I could go into more technical details, but I don't think y'all would want to <laughs> want to hear about birthing or, or anything like that. <laughs> well, y- yes, yes, but no, I mean, we, you know, obviously we've got, we've got folks, um, all across the spectrum. I, at least I hope, I, I think true, yeah. from, from people that I've talked to and had interactions with, uh, you know, folks like yourself that have had several kids and run through it. Some that are thinking about starting family, you know, I mean, it, it, it ranges the, uh, you know, it, it runs the gamut a little bit. Um, but, but again, I, I think that, that, you know, the, the thing to, to keep in mind, and it's always easy to say, but at least, you know, in some areas, I obviously can't speak of being pregnant. Um, I can, I can speak of, you know, Rebecca having, having our, our child and, and kind of how, how her pregnancy went and kind of some of the thoughts and, and conversations that we had around just, you know, all of the things that, that, you know, go through that, that process. But like, you know, it's easy to say is what I'm trying to say here that, you know, oh, just listen to your body and every, everybody's going to be different and, and this and that and the other. Um, but you know, did you, I guess maybe where I'm leading with, with this line of, of thinking is especially with the first, but, but at any point of any of the, the pregnancies, um, you know, you're listening to your body, you're, you're, you're in, in touch with what's going on, how you're feeling. Obviously you're not doing any, not, not purposely trying to do anything to put, you know, the, the, the pregnancy at any type of risk, but did you get any outside pressure of people or, or what kind of outside <laughs> comments did you get? Maybe not. Did you, what kind oh, of yeah. comments did you get from folks going, <laughs> Oh Danielle, you you shouldn't be running. You should be, you know, whatever, relaxing, taking care of that baby. Like, like, what were some of the the external voices oh, of, yeah. that that you experienced along the way? Um, well, especially with like, I don't want to say older generation, but my parents' generation, mm-hmm. um, it's that's not good for the baby. Um, the baby will be jostled too much. Right. Um, you need to, you know, uh, I don't know, just things like that. What. With number five, it was easier to say, you know, I got this. I've done this a time <laughs> right. or two. Um, with the first baby, I was, thankfully, I was pretty stubborn and hard-headed too. And so I was able to say, you know, no, my doctor told me as long as I've been doing this before, mm-hmm. um, just keep on doing what I've been doing. Um, and that's that's my whole philosophy while I'm pregnant. Like, I'm not an invalid. I'm not just going to sit on the couch doing nothing. Um, exercise is actually really good for your body to deliver in it. I have pretty quick deliveries and, and I would really attribute a lot of that to running and exercise. Um, but yeah, the comments before, um, like, okay. So with my last one, I ran, I guess I tracked it at like 150 miles or something while I was pregnant. Um, but People, especially, you know, people that I know kind of, they don't have that much to say because like I said, I've done it before and they've right. seen me do it before. Um, people on the internet though are, can be pretty nasty, <laughs> yes. you know, are you, are you sure you know what you're doing? Are you sure that, you know, that baby's going to come out with whatever and um, I'm like, guys, this is how God made our bodies. You know, he didn't make our bodies there. 
there there is so much that goes into pregnancy and the baby being safe in the amniotic sac and mm-hmm. all that. The baby is fine. And like I said, as long as my body right. um, is used to it and even building up those core muscles and that endurance mm-hmm. is so important for labor. Um, so I really enjoyed running while pregnant. Um, and honestly, I kind of enjoyed the attention that I got while running <laughs> pregnant too. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, certainly something that um, as a, you know, I I, I ran a, a race uh, you know in early December, a trail race, and um, there was a lady out there. She wasn't doing the fifty k, but but you know th- that's okay. Uh, she she was definitely I don't know how far along pregnant she was, but there was no 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 questioning that and. Um, you know, I mean, we passed on the trail, right? So it wasn't like I had any time talking to her or anything like that, but I just remember seeing her going awesome. You know, just like yeah. that is awesome that, that she's out here and, and she was running, uh, the 30 K. So it wasn't like she was just out there for, for, you know, a mile or two. Like she was, yeah. she was out there getting after it. Um, and, 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 you know, like you said, that, that attention, like, like obviously, well, maybe not obviously, but for me, there was, there was never any trepid, like, what are you doing? Nothing like that. It was just like, wow. Like, awesome. Yeah. Get out here, yeah. mama and, and do it. And that's, exactly. that's, uh, it was, it was really cool to see. Um, so what about, uh, you know, kind of the, the, the flip side of the, the pregnancy coin is now you've got all these, these little kids running around the house as well. Like, do, do you incorporate them with any running? Uh, obviously, or at least uh, again, assuming, um, a fair bit of your runs, it's, it's a nice chance to get away from the kids for a minute and have a little bit of time for yourself. Um, but what about, what about the kids? You got any, any runners in your, uh, in your flock? I do actually. Um, okay. So my husband is actually a, a head football coach here in Oklahoma. And usually throughout the year, we have access to the football field and to the weight room and to the track. And so, um, my little girl, she's about six now, she'll be seven in in April. But one day I was running around the track and the kids usually just play on the field, play with the football stuff. They run wild. Um, but one day she said, okay, mama, I'm going to run with you. I said, okay. I think she ran like five miles that day. (laughs) Just, I mean, as a six year old, she just went out there and ran and, um, she's been running with me inconsistently, but it's, you know, she still gets after it sometimes, but, but she'll go with me occasionally if I'm feeling, um, a little bit slower that day, I guess. Um, but it, it is fun incorporating the kids. They'll lift weights with us. Um, they'll, we'll put on a YouTube, um, whatever here Mm -hmm. and, and, and they'll work out with us. But I think that is pretty important that they see, um, and that's partly why I run is so that they can see me and say, okay, mama can do this. Mm -hmm. Mama has a goal. Mama's training for it. Um, let me see what I can do, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and have, some aspirations of, of their own. Um, actually they do a lot of pushups at our house. (laughs) Um, that's one of our discipline actions, Mm -hmm. whatever, or just, Hey, you're bored. Go do some some pushups. There you go. Yeah. They, they've gotten up to like two or 300, um, (laughs) at times. It's fun though. Like they are, they can do them, Mm -hmm. but it, it is funny what, um, that, I think people often underestimate what kids can do. Um, You know, like I said, my husband's a teacher. He teaches, he's taught PE, he he coaches football. And um, a lot of the times his expectations are very high. And 
Um, and people come in and are like, I don't think my kid can do that. And he's like, well, come on in and see, see what they can do, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and that's, we actually homeschool and that's part of the reason why we homeschool. We wanted to pull our kids out and see exactly how far they could go, mm-hmm. not just physically and not just around the track, but, um, mentally and academically too. Right. Um, and so that's, to me, that's fun. Just pushing their limits and it kind of pushes mine too. And, mm-hmm. uh, just my whole thing is, you know, you started out asking about the track and, and do I have any runners? Well, yeah, I mean, they, they all see mama or they see daddy do whatever and they want to do it too. But, um, I can't even remember what I, that's where right. I was going with that. That's right. Mom brain. Okay. We'll, 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 we'll accept exactly. that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> But but I think that, that something that, that at least I kind of gleaned from that, I don't know if you exactly said it in, in quite as many words, but like, you know, it's not that you're necessarily, I mean, maybe once in a while at the discipline, they have to go do some pushups, but it's not like you're forcing it, but, but you're also making it fun, right? So so they're, they're yeah. seeing that, that, that you enjoy it, that your husband enjoys various types of work, whether it's running, whether it's lifting weights, whatever it is, being active is fun and something that, you know, that, that you're, you're teaching your kids to, you know, not, not necessarily associate running, you know, kind of like, as I've said before, my associate with running for the longest time was like, you're in trouble from, from screwing up on the football field. You're in trouble from screwing up on the baseball field, go take a lap. Um, and, and they can see it from you and, and they're even experienced, especially the, you know, your daughter that's already running five miles. Goodness gracious. Like, like she's enjoying it and, and they see that you enjoy it and that running doesn't have to just be a punishment that may not, you know, 10 years from now, who knows? It may not be any of their primary activities. They may have other sports or other activities they'd like to do. But at least, you know, you're showing and, and planting that seed that this is something that, that we do and it's important and it's fun and, you know, being active and healthy is a, is a good thing. Oh, yeah. Actually, yesterday during their free time or whatever, um, they were making up exercises and playing like it was PE. Right. So. <laughs> which, which, you know, not for nothing. Maybe that's, that's one of those lessons that uh, we adults and, and we parents can learn from our kids once in a while is to, it doesn't always have to be. Oh, six miles exactly, or four miles exactly, or repeats at exactly you know this this time and interval. Like, just make it up and have fun, and, and exactly. don't be afraid to just you know go out there and yeah. act silly and laugh at at yourself and laugh at each other, and and that that can be an okay thing as well. Yeah. So, uh, again, something that uh, maybe is kind of hinted at a little bit, or or maybe an obvious thing to to ask about, and and I think I've kind of gleaned a couple little ideas already from it, but I'm still going to ask it, and we can dive into it a little bit more, especially for those that that are maybe you know that do struggle sometimes with um, finding the time when when everything's crazy, and and you know again adding another layer to it. Not only do you have you know all these kids at home, but it's also homeschooling at home, so you know like like there's there's another layer that's that's going on there. Um, you know, w- w- for lack of a better way of asking the question, then we can drill it down maybe a little bit more as we go. But, but how do you find time to, to still, you know, go get your, your miles in to still, yeah. um, you know, take care of yourself when, when, I mean, shoot, you know, as, as I've said before, I'll, I don't mind throwing Rebecca under the bus here because she doesn't usually listen to the podcast so I can get away with it unless somebody starts flapping their yap in the <laughs> Facebook group. And then I get asked what I said. Uh, so anybody thinking about doing that, please don't. Um, but, but, you know, I, I, I certainly love my wife and, 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 you know, I, 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 I've not saying anything right now that I haven't said to her before, but you know, when, when Addison was young and it was like, oh, I can't, I can't do this cause I need to be home with, with my daughter. I, I, you know, I, what, just what, what if, just in case, like I have to be here, I have to be here. Um, and, and maybe she was a little bit 
too much of prioritizing the baby and not taking care of herself in, in, you know, that, that first year, year and a half, whatever the case might've been. Um, I don't get the, the feeling that that's as much of a struggle for you, but, but again, I'm just going to ask and, and we can go from there. How do you, how do you find time or how do you make time to make sure that you're taking care of yourself so that you can be there to take care of your kids and your family? Um, so, okay. I think that's probably a big difference between the first baby and the fifth. Um, because whenever my first was a baby, um, I took him everywhere. Um, he did not leave my side. We actually were staying with my parents and I think they babysat him once. Mm. Um, I mean, he was, (laughs) I baby wore him Uh stroller with all of my runs. Um, I mean, that's, that's the type of mom I was. And I, I am to, um, to an extent like that, but I've learned, I don't like stroller running and it's more work for me. And running is something that I really enjoy. And like you said, I, um, it's something that I use to decompress, Mm -hmm. um, and to recharge. So, um, I guess the advice that I would give is make it a priority. Um, you know, I'm not all into this mommy culture. I need me time, um, all that kind of stuff, but I do need time to recharge and I do need one thing that's just mine. And for me, that's running. And so lately we have a one-year-old who is teething and we are trying to wean her and all the things. And so I'll come in from my run and I'll be gone for 30, 45 minutes and she will be absolutely screaming. And I've had to learn I cannot feel guilty about that. Um, There's nothing that I can do at that point because she needs to learn that daddy is her friend. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that, That she will be okay without mommy. Um, but, and it also helps that I have for other kids, um, who, again, I've gone through this before. Um, they help take care of the baby, um, as far as entertainment goes. Um, and so she, I, I have to realize, okay, she is in good hands with my husband. He is a wonderful father. Um, and then she is also entertained. She is not wanting for anything except mommy. Right. So, um, that mom guilt has to go to the wayside. I've got to get my miles in or I will not be a good mom. Mm-hmm. And then on Saturdays is my long run day. And so I plan to go, um, for a run when she is least cranky. Mm-hmm. Um, so probably in the afternoon where she's not missing me as much and, and I'm gone for two, two and a half hours. Um, and I'll pick a secluded place where I can listen to my audiobook mm-hmm. or a podcast or whatever. And it's just all about me being refreshed right. to start the next week. Yeah. I, it's, it's the, you know, I think that it's something that, um, again, whether you're a mom or not, whether you're a parent or not, um, I, I think that, um, it's something that I've struggled with a little bit and I think I've gotten better with, but I think there's still, you know, there's some, some room for improvement, probably room for improvement for all of us on, on all fronts. Right. But like, you know, you, you got it, it. It can feel so selfish to be like, I need to go do this. I need to go for my run or I need to go for a walk or I need to just lay in bed for an hour and screw around on TikTok or what, you know, whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever thing that, that you might need to just kind of decompress a little bit to, to have a little, you know, just time for yourself in whatever form or fashion that it's, that it's required. Um, 
you know, because it, it, I mean, it just, it does, it feels selfish, but at the, at the end of the day that allows you to then, you know, do what needs to be done for work, for kids, for family, for, for whatever. Um, so it's that, it's that, you know, I guess accepting the idea that self-care isn't selfish, which is, you know, a process of, of figuring it out that, you know, takes some of us longer than others. And again, not that we ever fully get there, but it's just like, it's, it's a hard pill to swallow sometimes. Yeah. Um, so, so going back, you know, kind of back to the, the early part of the conversation, you're talking about, you know, a couple of different races and some things like that that you've done. Uh, and you mentioned, and, and this is one of those pins that I said I was putting in it. I wanted to come back to this because it's, it's something that I've, I've heard of a little bit. I've never participated in it necessarily, but I think it could be a really fun way to do uh, a race is, you know, to kind of have a bit of like a, almost like a relay, right? Like uh, you talked yeah. about the, the half marathon where you did like, you know, half of it and, and uh, a, a friend does the other half. Um, what was, what was that kind of situation like where, um, you know, kind of, you doing part of a race and, and then tagging out and somebody else do or vice versa, however it shakes out. But uh, that's, that sounds like a fun way to run a race. I actually thought it was a really great way for me to run away a race. I am not a morning person. Mm. Um, honestly, I had to put no less than 15 alarms on my clock and my watch to wake up this morning <laughs> to be ready. <laughs> um, so for me getting to a starting line at seven, a clock is not going to happen most of the time, um, which is partly why I don't run very many races. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, a friend said, put on Facebook, hey, um, I'm part of this relay like in two days. Um, and does anybody want to run the second half? My partner can't got sick. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, sure. I'll run it. I ran six miles today, but I'll run six miles again in a couple of days. And so... Um, I went down there to where she was and, and did it. I started at my starting point at, I think it was like eight 30. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't even meet until she handed me her tag, uh, mm-hmm. foot tag or whatever. Um, but at that race, I think it was really nice. Um, the crowds were amazing. Um, and I've, I've run, I won't even call them races. I've run runs where the crowds were not supportive or non-existent. Um, and you, you just felt like you were running it by yourself. This one was the, the runners were awesome. The crowd was awesome. Um, and then I finished and met her up, um, at the finish line. And, um, and I think it ended up at like a restaurant or something. So we, we took pictures there and, and, uh, grab some food, but it was, I thought it was a really great way, um, for people to do it who weren't ready for that whole half marathon, but, um, it was actually, uh, run the line in Texarkana. So you ran half of it Mm -hmm. in Texas and then the other half in Arkansas. And, um, and so it was, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I feel like that's the, those are the types of, of, I don't know, creative ways, if you, especially in that situation, right? You can run half of it in one state, yeah. half of it in the other, um, to really make something, something unique. And, and, uh, you know, and then if you, if you have as close to the, the state line as possible, there's the dividing line for here's where we, we do the handoff or however, however the logistics yeah. work out. Um, but speaking of logistics, like I, I kind of feel like that would have been, uh, a bit 
could have been at least a bit dicey to kind of figure out, you know, like, you know where the spot is, but of course, if it's a race going on, like, doesn't necessarily mean you can just drive right there and, and like, you know, because closed courses, usually things like that. Yeah. Um, how, how did the, the logistics of getting to the, the point, especially like you said, you didn't, you weren't there early, you weren't there before the race started. So how did, how did that kind of piece of the puzzle come together? Um, there was actually a parking lot with an open, she taught me, she told me exactly where to go. There was an open road with a parking lot right in the middle. And I mean, we weren't the only team that was switching mm -hmm. off right there. Right. Um, they had the, the markers, um, and people, I think people even directing traffic okay. where to go. Um, and so there was, there was a big, pretty big parking lot where all the second, second mm -hmm. string people went and, and met up and, then you just took off, but they had like the markers for the electronic tags right. or whatever there. Um, but yeah, it was, I mean, they've, they've done it before, um, run the line. I don't remember how many years it it's been. So, mm -hmm. but they're, they're they know pretty what they're organized. Yeah. 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 I remember, uh, several years back, um, one of the Disney races had like a, a Chippendale half marathon where it was the same type of thing, you know, where, yeah. where one person was chip and one person was Dale. Right. So you, you, you but the, the two combined to run the half marathon. Um, but it, it, and, and you know, it's, it's Disney and it's all on Disney property. So it's not like there's just a bunch of back roads and side streets and ways to get to mm -hmm. necessarily where you need to go. But it was definitely one of those where everybody had to be at the start at the, at the same time, you know, and then they, they bust everybody, all the, the second half runners over oh, wow. to the, to the location. Um, and, and it was one of those, I think it might've only happened once or twice. like, I don't know if they had a bunch of, I don't know why they didn't do it again. Cause it seemed like it was a pretty neat idea. And, and yeah. you know, those Disney, those Disney people are, and I'm one of them, so I can talk bad about us. Right. Like, like those Disney people, you know, anything that's unique and fun in Disney, like they're going to, they're going to get on board. So I feel like they could have, you know, made a, you know, made that kind of one of those, again, a chance to be something unique and something different. Um, but didn't for whatever reason. So glad, glad, I guess what I'm trying to say is that you're, experience was a little less logistically like you were able to kind yeah. of do it your own way and, and get there yeah. and, and make it happen as opposed to still having to get there wicked early and then bust over oh, and then yeah. just no. stand around and wait for uh you know however long it takes for your partner to get there as opposed to being able to sit in the car and kind of knowing she's getting close all right get ready that type of thing so yeah. uh yeah it sounds like they have it pretty well dialed in yeah they did well good deal good deal um so is there i mean not that we're quite wrapping up yet but but kind of getting getting along that that way um you know, I, I I don't necessarily always like to go into the the predicting the future route, but but again, you kind of mentioned that you know eventually kind of getting back up into you know right, really running and, and racing a, a, a half marathon at least is is somewhere somewhere on the not too distant uh, timeline. Um, you know, again, predicting the future questions are terrible, especially when we don't know exactly what's going to happen with COVID and where things are going to go and how things yeah. are going to are going to shake out. Um, but do you have any, any races in mind of things that you, you know, that, that you might be targeting is something local, something that's a little bit of a, of a destination travel to, again, assuming all things eventually safe, healthy, yeah. able to do those types of things. We don't have those types of restrictions. Um, do you have, have ambitions for certain races or just kind of see what, what presents when it presents? Really just see what presents when it presents. Um, whenever I say races, like I said, I I've run a couple of local 5Ks and a couple of um, 10Ks, but whenever I did my mar my half marathon last time, it was by myself. Mm. Um, I picked the course and all that. So whenever I say I've done a half marathon, I've done 13 point whatever miles okay. alone or whatever, and I count it. Uh, totally, I count it. 
Um, so that's, that's kind of what I'm gearing up towards. I would love to run a half marathon with crowds and with cheering and with other runners and all that, because I think the camaraderie of races is like no other. Um, my dream is to go to Disney and do the, what is it? The goofy or the, uh, there's all the, there's all the options. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of stuff down here. All the options. Um, that is my dream. There are a couple of local um, half marathons or marathons in Oklahoma and in Texas, especially Fort Worth, Dallas area. Um, and I'm close enough there where where I'd love to go back there and, and run. Um, but for me right now, I'm just really gearing up to, to get in good shape mm-hmm. post-pregnancy. I'm a year post-pregnant. Um, one of the things that I had to learn while I was pregnant was not to push myself too hard. Um, I'm very competitive with myself and, um, you know, a year after having my fourth child, I taught myself how to be competitive again and how to push myself. And then whenever I got pregnant, I had to relearn how to not push myself. And so now I'm having to learn how to get faster and push myself again. Um, so it's, it's always that, that dance with me, um, how to learn how to be content with where I am. And then right now it's in, okay, I need to go faster. I need to go further. I need to, you know, test my limits. Um, and so that's where I am right now. I want to, I have goals for my mile pace and obviously, um, to, I think I have the endurance down right now for that half marathon I can do seven, eight miles pretty easily right now. Um, so for me, training would just be, or is just building up that, that mileage or that speed and prolonging it to the half marathon point. So that's, that's my goal. Um, I'm also very, let's say budget friendly (laughs) and my family, I mean, being a family of seven, you kind of have to be. And so, um, to, to put down the money, for the races is, um, there are other places that our money can go better. So I have my little, um, my little goals Mm -hmm. by myself and, uh, yeah, that's, that's my racing plan right now is, is the competition with myself. See how good I can get in the the timeframe that I want. Gotcha. And and there's clearly nothing, nothing wrong with, with keeping things more self you know, again, it's not selfish to be self-focused on, you know, where, where am I, what am I doing? How, how can I improve what I'm doing as far as whatever it is, distance, distances, paces, uh, you know, just speed for the short term, like whatever. I mean, there's, there's no shortage of metrics. Um, and there's nothing wrong with, with doing that. And, and, uh, also want to highlight, you know, that absolutely you've, you know, if, even if it wasn't an official race, but you go out there and run 13.1 miles, like you've run a half marathon, like period, you know, yeah. like, like you might not have the medal. You might not have all of, all of the accoutrements that go with, you know, signing up for a, a quote unquote proper race and, and running it. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't subscribe to the, uh, idea that, well, if it's not in an official race, it didn't count. Like it might not, yeah. you know, and, and there's some, some blurred lines, like, like, you know, for somebody who goes out and runs a, their own little marathon by themselves in three hours, like, sorry, like that doesn't qualify you for Boston. Like it just no. doesn't, <laughs> but, no. um, you know, it does, it, does it qualify you to say you're a marathoner? Absolutely. Does it qualify, does it qualify you to say you're a three hour marathoner? 
Absolutely. It's just, you know, there's, there's certain, certain times where it does have to be on a, on an official course, but you know, yeah, for, for you to say, I don't really run races. I, you know, I just did the 13 one on my own. Like, yeah, still, still counts, still counts as far as I'm concerned. So I'm glad that it counts for, for you as well. Um, and yeah, you know, races do get expensive. There's no question yes. about that. So, you know, the ones that are closer to home start, you know, we start in smaller, you know, some of the low key races, like those can be a lot of fun still can get a halfway decent bit of, of crowd, you know, support oh, yeah. and, and, uh, still get that community feel. So, you know, this, the, the, however it works out is how it works out. And that's, that's just, just fine with as long as ultimately, as long as you're fine with it, who cares? You know, again, <laughs> kind of like running when you're, when you're pregnant, who cares what everybody else is thinking as exactly. long as it's right for you. Yeah. So as we're, uh, getting, getting to that point in Danielle, um, you know, as well as I do that I can't let you out of here without something, something philosophical to, uh, to wrap things up today. Um, lots of, lots of good stuff so far, but, uh, that, that we've talked about that, that could all kind of fall into the category of, of philosophical questions. But, uh, I'm going to go to maybe one of my favorite philosophical questions. That's the old, uh, what is running taught you about yourself type of question. And, and seeing it that you've got a bit of a timeline to choose from running since in, in high school and, and all the way up pretty, pretty, you know, consistently through, you know, different stages of life, college, getting married, starting a family, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, any, any lessons that, that kind of jumped to mind or things that you've learned about yourself, uh, through running that, uh, that, that, you know, as I, as I usually say, when I ask this question that who knows how it would have shaken out, but maybe you would have never learned those lessons had you not gotten yeah. into running when you did. Oh yeah. Um, running has definitely taught me, like I said, to push myself, but it, it has taught me that I'm capable of so much more than I thought I was. Mm. Um, you know, post four kids and I ran a half a marathon. Um, I set that goal. I'm, I'm pretty ADHD. Honestly, I don't finish many things. Um, I have a basket full of yarn with like half made hats. Okay. Um, but I set a goal for my marathon, my half marathon and I finished it. And I did it in a time that I was very proud. I mean, obviously, if I had finished it, I would have been proud. Right. But I said it in a time that I was very proud with. I was proud of my um, my goals and my accomplishments. So, yeah, running has taught me that I don't need to play the victim so much. And I know in our culture, it's, it's very easy to say, well, I'm a mom. I can't do this. Um, I don't have time for it. I don't you know, mom, momhood is too hard. I'm, I'm going to push some things off to the side. Um, and it's taught me if you put it as a priority, um, you can do it. I mean, kids, kids are hard, man, but, but, um, part of my philosophy is that the kids need to live life with you, not, not just kind of push them off. So running has taught me so much. I could go on and on and on. Um, Running's whenever I do my my deepest thinking, I think, because it does push me to my limits. And I have cried on runs. I have laughed uncontrollably on runs. Um, I think that's partly why I started listening to you, Denny, because you made me laugh while I was running, <laughs> while I was pushing myself to limits that I did not think I could go to. Um, you You have all these emotions. So yeah, the number one thing that running has taught me is that I can do it. Like if I put my mind to it, I can finish something and like I can push myself to do it. It's awesome. Awesome. And, uh, glad to, to have maybe played some little part in there. Even if it's just making you laugh, like I, I, I like laughing. So I'm, I'm glad that, uh, 
at least at least one person can say that I've made them laugh while they're out on a run as well. So uh, thank you for, for sharing that, Danielle. And, and uh, thanks for uh, certainly for the time today. And once again, guys, uh, momminwithendurance.com is the website. Again, that's M-O-M-M-I-N, momminwithendurance.com. Instagram, TikTok, at momin.with.endurance. Uh, Dizruns.com slash 914. We got some photos. We got some links. We got all the things as per usual in case you're out and about and, and uh, like, gosh, I'd really like to connect with Danielle, but I can't remember. Is it, uh, how does it go? Just remember the show number, disruns.com slash 914, because it's right there in the app. It's real easy to find that. You just point right back there, and uh, there you go. You're all set to connect with her there. So, uh, Danielle, once again, thanks for uh, thanks for making the time today. Thanks for uh, thanks for your husband for helping keep the, the kids under control so we could chat this morning. That, that's certainly appreciated oh, as well. They're still asleep. They're still asleep. Well, there we go. Get it done early while the kids are still in bed. There's nothing wrong <laughs> right. with that. So, uh, again, appreciate you, you taking some time while it's still quiet in the house to, to yammer with me for, for 45 minutes or so. I appreciate that. Uh, and certainly wish you nothing but the best going forward and uh, looking forward to staying in touch and, and, and all that good stuff. But again, thanks for the time and, and nothing but the best for you. Thank you so much, Denny. I had so much fun here. All right, guys. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show. Hope you enjoyed the conversation between Danielle and myself. And as per usual, I'd be curious to know what stood out to you from today's episode. What was your takeaway for today? Uh, for me, it's a it's a real simple one. And it was, you know, centered around Danielle running while pregnant and, you know, maybe some of the, the comments, the looks, the things like that that she got. And it's just, you know, just important to, to reemphasize once in a while that, you know, just support each other, right? Just support other runners, um, no matter where they are in their journeys or, or whatever the case might be, you know, try not to judge. And, and, you know, I think it's, it's important to recognize that, that we all judge to some level, right? Like, like judgment is just, it's, it's one of those human, human things, but at the same time, like fight against it. Right when when you see somebody and there's that first judgment that comes on about you know oh they're running too fast or there there's a, you know something that that looks off with their form or wh- whatever the case might be that we all can be guilty of and probably are guilty of, of of passing some type of instant judgment you know maybe it's it's a woman that's out there pregnant and you're like oh my gosh what is she doing recognize that but then push back and default to support. Default to saying, hey, that's awesome what you're doing. Or, wow, you know, when I was pregnant, I couldn't run and look at you out here. You know, or whatever the case might be. Maybe there's not even a comment that is made, but just within your own head. It's it's the default of recognizing that maybe there was a little bit of judgment there, but like, you know, giving, giving that person some mental kudos instead. Support each other in this in this community and, and beyond this community, right? Like, support each other. In, in all areas of life as much as we can and resist that urge to to default into the judgment zone. You know, it's it's kind of easy on social media to say, don't don't judge or whatever. Um, and yeah, that, that's maybe the ideal. But, you know, we all judge a little bit. But taking it, you know, the, the, just the conversation for me today, or the reminder for me today, the takeaway for me today is that, you know, when there is maybe that, that little bit of judgment to immediately divert to supporting each other. And hopefully by doing so, we even buck the trend and stop with the judgments and just go right into support. And again, hopefully it can be verbal. Hopefully it can be something that can be acknowledged, but even if it's not, um, just supporting fellow runners is never a bad thing. Never a bad thing. Even if your first instinct is to be, to, to question maybe what they've got going on. 
So hopefully I'm not digging myself into a hole with this, but I, I just, you know, I, I love the idea of supporting, not judging. And, uh, because we don't know, right? We don't know what everybody else's situation is just like they don't know what our situation is. So, you know, what the world needs now is love, sweet love. What, what we all could use more often than not is a little extra support, a little less judgment. So something to keep in mind, at least something that I'm going to keep in mind, something that, that really stood out to me from today, or at least, you know, kind of bubbled to the surface for me. Um, but what about you? What stood out to you from today's episode? Always love to hear those those thoughts and those takeaways. So uh, let me know if you're so inclined. At Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram. You can also send an email to Dizruns at gmail.com. And of course, you can also, also point your browser over to the show notes for today's episode, which you can get to by going to Dizruns.com slash 914. Dizruns.com slash 914 is the link for the show notes today. We've got memes. we got photos. we got... Why do I say memes? We don't have memes today because it's, it's not Friday. We got photos of Danielle, uh, her family, um, we got links from everything we talked about today as well. So disruns.com slash 914. And of course, there's that comment section down at the bottom. You can always leave your thoughts and feedbacks there once you head over to the show. So with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up again. Uh, or maybe not wrap it up again because we haven't wrapped it up yet, but we are going to wrap it up now. And I'm going to mention once again, disruns.com slash coffee. If you want to support uh, your coffee habit and uh, support the show and support a uh, you know a small business here in America that is uh, making good coffee, uh, disruns.com slash coffee is the way to do that and uh, with that we'll go ahead and wrap this one up uh, officially this time thanks to y'all for listening thanks for your time thanks for your attention thanks for taking me with you wherever it was that you went today and uh, until next time y'all please be well take good care thanks again for listening and uh, we'll talk soon right see you guys <laughs>